Hey guys, where does the Baltimore Ravens rank in recent Browns history? That win they had and how the Browns started to prepare for Pittsburgh. Daryl Ryder, Andy Baskin have your answers this week with their podcast. It's always game day in Cleveland. Subscribe 923thefan.com or on the Odyssey app sponsored locally by Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. And don't forget to get their special post-game edition on Sunday. Let's go out to one half of that wonderful program. His name is Daryl Ryder. He's our Browns insider brought to you by Scheibman Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, how's it going today, buddy? Uh, that promo should have read, how drunk does Daryl want to get after today's news? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer Find would have read? The answer on the next, it's always game being Would it have been one pinky length, two pinky lengths, four pinky lengths? What are we doing here? Oh, my God. What a day. What is your drink of choice? You always you you like to reference you getting hammered in certain Let's put it this way. It's good situations. I have no it's good I have no booze in the house. Okay. Oh, you don't Today, keep any. To, no, I don't. Okay. Um uh, uh, just to, you know, protect myself and um, Okay, okay. I, I I struggle with self-control when it comes to eating and drinking. At least so, you know it then. That's a good first I, first step is acknowledgement. Um but uh today would have been a bad day for me. So <laughs> It's I mean, good I did not keep anything in the house. Darryl, where does today rank? You've been covering the Browns for how many years now? Uh, uh, I, it's been this, a long time. I, I got to tell you, um, I uh, when I found out, I thought I was dreaming. Like I thought, <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like I'm it, was, not it was more a logical conclusion than it actually being real. I I mentioned um, I mentioned this on the podcast that I I don't know if it's out yet or not. Um. If not, it'll drop tomorrow morning. But I, um, I, I didn't believe the news at first. I, I thought I was, I thought I was dreaming, because I, I have some weird, messed up dreams at times, hmm. and uh, I, I wasn't dreaming. Like the, the, the worst case scenario for the Browns happened, <clears throat> and uh, you know, kind of came out of left. No, th- th- this all timer. This, this is uh, among the all timers. Uh, this definitely a season wrecker uh, on the season wrecker scale. Uh, it's up there. Um, but the the good news is that there is a lot of talent on this football team. They've got a very good defense. So the season is com- isn't completely shot. Uh, it, it, the bad news is, is that it, it doesn't really matter who they pick to start a quarterback. I mean, these, these guys are completing 52% of their passes, one touchdown and eight picks yeah. between them. So it, it, uh, it, it doesn't matter who they pick to start on Sunday. Well, DTR, though, at least I, I think we can agree, even though we don't know that the upside is there, he at least gives you – it's a question mark, whereas P.J. Walker kind of – You can talk yourself into the upside still. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yes. And I think that that's, you know, the, I think that's what this whole thing comes down to. We talk ourselves into the upside. Yeah, I took calls last hour. You're going to love this, Daryl. I had a uh, Tom Brady comp for DTR, and then it was followed up with a maybe he could be Brock Purdy. So, like, people are okay. – they're looking for the glass half full approach here, Daryl. Maybe uh, maybe they've been hitting the bottle. I think everyone has. I think it's been that type of day. I, <laughs> I don't blame them. We've all, we've all earned this one. <laughs> I don't blame them. I mean, it, it's tough being a Browns fan, man. I mean, they, they didn't, even get, uh, didn't even get 72 hours to enjoy uh, the, one of the most significant wins in the expansion era. Yes. And, you know, just to have the carpet ripped out from underneath them and the whole season basically blown to you know where because yeah. of this whole situation this this i thought was the most cruel way imaginable to do this to any fan of any well, sport it came out of left field like we're all worried about okay let's what's the what's the mri say about the ankle it's mm-hmm. probably a high ankle sprain worst case scenario maybe misses a week or two or th- whatever but 
going to be back. And uh, no, it, 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 someone posted on my Facebook. I, I feel awful for laughing, but again, you cover this team long enough. You have to have a twisted sense of humor. And uh, they said only a Browns quarterback could go in for an MRI on his ankle and come out with oh. a broken shoulder. Oh. Um, but he also had an MRI. The, 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 the fly in the ointment there in that joke is, is he also had the MRI on the shoulder because he was having the pain and the discomfort. And, you know, uh, I, 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 first of all, I, I can't believe it happened. I can't believe his season's over. And I can't believe he played over a half of football with a broken shoulder. Gutsy. I, I, I New level of respect for me uh, to Deshaun, just so you know. Well, I always had respect for his toughness. I, I, that's why I, I got I so too, agitated. But, but it's a new—it's new level for me. No, that's why I got so agitated with the nonsense that fell out of Brady Quinn's mouth uh, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Um, be, because I remember Brady Quinn here, and uh, the, that was a forgettable time. <laughs> so um, he shouldn't be running. He shouldn't be running his mouth about anyone's toughness. Um, and. Um, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I can't believe this happened today. I, I really can't. Um, I'm, I'm beside myself for Browns fan. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, um, everyone had the happy face on in Berea today. I mean, they were grinning and bearing it, you know, trying to put, put the positive spin on things, but man. Uh, that that was that that was a kick to the midsection this morning. No doubt. I thought Andrew Barry kind of dodged the question when asked about, you know, wh- when was he going to decide whether or not it was the wrong or right idea with the backup quarterback situation and what happened with Dobbs. He was like, "Well, we'll examine it all when the season is done." Yeah. No. Well, I mean that he made it. I he made a critical error, and that was he discounted the importance of. The, the backup quarterback spot and having somebody ready to play. That was the problem. Man, having one ready to play. Dorian Thompson Robinson wasn't ready to play against the Ravens. Dorian Thompson Robinson, I'll say right now, ain't, ain't ready to play the Steelers either. Oh, you don't think so? No. No. Um, but we'll find out. Um, and, you know, then at the trade deadline, after going through what they went through with Deshaun, uh, failed to act upon the perilous situation uh, and trying to prevent that from happening again by failing uh, to trade for a quarterback, too. So um, not Andrew Berry's finest moment in the decision-making process, that's for sure. Yeah, I almost feel like he got more heat in this whole everything than even like Stefanski. Like if you would ask me a week ago... Uh, who would be who would be facing more wrath from Browns fans? I would have said Stefanski for a long time, but it felt like in, in the turn of recent events, and all we can do is take more knowledge and use that to our advantage, it feels like Barry's taking more heat now than Stefanski is. Well, Barry sets the roster. No, no and I, I'm, not talk, I'm not talking from that decision alone. I'm saying in generalities. Uh, well, like in, in generalities, like, like Kevin yeah. Stefanski, a lot of people talking today, like, like Ken said earlier today, if he makes the postseason – well, I, I don't want to hear anyone ever call up again talking about him not getting next year and all this other stuff. And I, right. I feel like he, he won a lot of people over. And the weird part about it now is that he's going to just go back to what he was doing before, which is I've always known he can coach bad yeah. to bad to mediocre quarterbacks. I mean, we've always known that about him. 
He's had one season where he's had a healthy quarterback to work with. He's that had it's, one, it's that, wild. Twenty twenty, and that was a COVID year. So like it, it, was, it was such a weird year anyway. It, it's it, it it's been a disaster ever since. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And yet for him. he has managed to like hold this thing together from mm-hmm. completely just going off the tracks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. most people would have broke a long time ago. Oh my god. Well, at this rate, Kevin's going to look like Santa Claus by Christmas. I don't know if you saw the beard today. It, it's awfully white. Oh, really? It, it's awfully white. He's going to have to start eating some cookies too. Then he's got my dad. Let's put it this way: he's got my dad's beard. Your dad's got the big old, big old jelly, jolly. Uh, no, beard it's it, no. My dad keeps it tight like Kevin does, but it's white. Oh, yeah, I, I thought I thought Kevin does a good job with it. I mean, it really, oh, he, he, he hey, again. I'm always impressed when people can do that. I could never pull that off. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not hating. I'm not Kevin. Kevin does a nice job keeping it tight. But uh, um, and you know what? I admire the fact that he hasn't gone just for men on us. He could have. He could. Ab- absolutely. He could have. But he, he's, uh, you know, but like I said, he, he looks his beard looks like my dad's beard. Hmm. As far as the the coloration of, I know it's not a beard. beard, but for some reason I just went to the, my my mind went to when Carlos Boozer put the the dye in his hair. Do you remember yeah. that? <laughs> and it just it looked like he put like tar over his head and tried to make oh, it work. I, I thought you were going to talk about Rudy Giuliani and the oil oh. dripping from his head. That's the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> Giuliani stole it from the booze cruise playbook. Is what he did. <laughs> that was it. it all aboard the booze cruise. Oh man. Do you have a chance for the Browns this weekend? I actually I feel good about it. I think this will be the test where we find out just how far a defensive team can carry an actual squad here, Daryl. You know what? <laughs> First one to three might win. Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, what are we watching? Iowa football? All of a sudden? Did uh, I thought I saw something today on X? The uh, I'm not I'm not in the uh, I don't do a lot of the paying attention to the the, the sports betting community, but. Um, uh, well, you know I do. I got friends all over the place I, in the West. I, I know you do. And uh, what the total is that? What it is? The point total for this thing? Uh, very low, from what I understand. It's like one of the lowest of the season uh, for Steelers and Browns for scoring. So, um, yeah, first one to three might win. I don't know. Maybe first one to two. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've watched a lot of Steeler games this year, man. It, it's painful to watch. It is painful watching that football team, but they win, and uh, it, it it's going to be painful to. I think it's going to be painful to watch this Browns offense the rest of the season. Now, I, I really do, um, unless Andrew pulls a rabbit out of his hat and, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I just. I'm just unimpressed with what they have in that quarterback room. I, with all due respect to Andrew, with all due respect to Kevin, and with all due respect to the members of the the the, the available members of the quarterback room right now, I, I'm just I'm not impre- I'm not impressed with any of it. And it, it doesn't matter to me who they start against Pittsburgh. It's it's it, it's just it's awful. Um, you're choosing between one guy with a completion percentage of 49 percent, one touchdown against five interceptions. And another guy who got thrown to the Wolves, uh, you know, 54%, no touchdowns and three picks. Like that That's what you're picking from. So, um, yeah. Now, uh, most important for them going forward here to the rest of the season, two things are going to help them win games. Okay? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Defense keeps doing what they do. 
In fact, defense has got to be better than they've been, which I, I don't know how that's going to be possible, but they, they're going to have to be better because mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have to score points. Defense is going to have to start scoring points. Yeah. Uh, and, and then they, they need uh, DTR not to be a turnover machine. Cannot be a turnover machine because if he is, that just you're going to wear the defense out, and then that you know makes everything more difficult. So limit the turnovers at all costs, and then hope your defense can uh, score points off turnovers. Um, you know, and this running game can continue to do. But see, I, I think that the other game plan you got you got to throw out the Deshaun Watson playbook now. Okay, I don't want to see any cute stuff from Kevin Stefanski. I don't want to see any flea flickers mm-hmm. and double reverses and all this other stuff, okay? Yeah, yeah. I just need to see a basic rudimentary offense. Let's run it, you know, have them run a ton of screens um and check downs. Just get the ball quickly out of the hands and then, you know, let David Njoku do what he does. Let Amari Cooper do what he does, right? Get those yards after the catch and things like that. Um because I I think trying to keep running what you would normally run with Deshaun, I think you're asking for for trouble. So there's a path. It's got to be a real simplistic, easy, check down, get the ball out quick, nice short passes, those type of things. I think the offense will be fine. But if you're going to keep trying to run what you'd normally run, then you're not going to like the results. For your own uh, entertainment purposes, the Browns did open as four-and-a-half-point favorites for my friends in the West. They are now one-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, How are they still favored in this game? I don't know. I don't I don't know because I I, I guess I the been whole, told I guess it moved field? the other direction. I Yeah, right now it's okay. – I'm looking at it right now. Steelers, uh, you're getting plus uh, one-and-a-half there. So Okay. Yeah, so right now – but the over-under totals you were alluding to, which is the interesting one, they're 32-and-a-half. Right. To put this in proper That's perspective I, okay. for people. Yeah. 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 Uh, the I was betting the, the Jets-Raiders game the other day, which is Aiden O'Connell versus Zach Wilson, a real triumph in bad quarterbacking play. And <laughs> – that was thirty-seven when I when I last bought in there. So like thirty-two and a half is wildly low. That'll be that'll be by far the lowest over under total of the season. What are the odds we see a three-two score at some point on Sunday? Miles Garrett will get a safety, or T.J. Watt. Either one of them, I guess, are in play. You understand where my head's at? Yeah. Right? Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna make my eyes bleed at times. But we're gonna get through this together. Can we get Darryl? a strip sack, fumble recovery, scoop and score by somebody. I I just I I wonder you know these games get muddied up so much anyway with the Steelers I just I just wonder I mean thirty two and a half so low Daryl it's it's, just, I, I, it's so low but I I I don't dude, know dude well, I it. I just got done telling you first one to three is gonna win this thing I know I know it's the type <laughs> of thing where you'd be like I can't possibly bet the under on thirty two and a half yeah. but then when it, when the the final comes in and it's twelve ten you'll be like it was right there in front of us the whole time yeah yeah that is that is pretty low that that. That's especially because you have two defenses very capable of pick sixes and scoops and scores. So I, I'm not giving out any advice. I'm just going to say this is probably the worst game ever to bet. With apologies to anyone that is in that particular <laughs> business, this might be the worst game ever to try and bet. The over under plus <laughs> the point spread. Like I, 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 I can't figure it out. But yeah, I. Um, I am anticipating a low-scoring game Sunday 
And at times, we're going to want to scoop our eyeballs out with spoons watching each of these <laughs> offenses try to operate. Oh, man. All right, Daryl. Well, uh, I'll talk to you before that game and then uh, uh, get some rest. It was a long day for you, I'm sure. And uh, I'll talk to you later on in the week. Thank you, Daryl. Hey, bartender. Bartender. <laughs> I don't even know what your drink is. I have to figure that out at some point. Daryl Ryder brought to you by Shopping Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store.